0: Colin, how is it going? Welcome to episode 183. Well, how's your week? Um, it's been good. I mean, it just
1: got back to the flow of things recently, so it's uh it's going back to normal. So, watching football games, doing stuff like that. The regular things, you know. Well, the guy that shops at Home Depot does all the
0: time. So. Of course. Yeah. Well, I hope you weren't one of the many people that had Nick Chubb.
1: Um, I was not, but I do feel really bad for the dude because I'm not gonna lie, that was a bad injury.
0: It was. Yeah. Uh, I'm more surprised that his leg is still intact.
1: I'm also very surprised because that's also the same leg that he tore all those ACL things and like his ligaments were gone.
0: and yeah. Back in like what sixteen or fifteen, I think it was Something back in like college. That. But I also – I don't know if you saw it, but a lot of people were saying that that was a dirty hit.
1: Yeah, that was a low tackle. It really was. Honestly, man, I would be – I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come back at all. Yeah. It, uh, that's... After that injury and already having a really bad injury beforehand on the same leg, Yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he just retires after that because yeah. coming back from that injury, especially being a running back, is very difficult. It, it's going
0: to be yeah. difficult uh so in my opinion i honestly don't think it was that dirty of a hit we've seen some dirty hits but in the league right yeah i think it was so who did they play because i didn't i didn't watch the game the browns who did the browns play against oh the steelers i was like who are you talking? yeah (laughs) uh it was fitzpatrick oh fitzpatrick gave him the dirty hit like that uh i mean because if you look at it like you could make a case. I feel like both ways. Uh, I,
1: honestly, I would. Okay, personally, NFL. I think they should look into it. Yeah, I think so. I think any case like this, they should. They should, but I don't think they are going to look into it. They're I think not. they're just going to have it down as a, as a you know as a injury on a play. Um, but it was really bad. It definitely was. Um, even they, re- I don't know if you saw the clip, but they re- also replayed because uh, they were able to replay it on national
0: television. Because yeah, but I did how- see the clip of. His leg, yeah, yeah.
1: being bent, uh, it was
0: crazy. Yeah,
1: and um, so they couldn't show the play on national TV because it was too graphic, of course. Uh, but if you were watching the game, they actually replayed it in the stadium, so on mm-hmm. the big screen, they replayed the whole play, and like you could just hear the crowd just gasp, like it yeah. was loud. It was, you could tell, like yeah, he's out mm-hmm. for the season. Like they didn't, they didn't like tell this. Till now, I still haven't confirmed what was injured. Obviously, we knew his leg was injured, but we don't know what it is. The details. Yeah. But like before, those details even came out, the head coach already said like, "Yeah, he's out for the season."
0: He's. You just see something like that. It's no, he's done. He's done for the season. I understand
1: the injury for the past two weeks. have been really, really. It's feeling like twenty twenty. Not gonna lie, the injuries the last two weeks. It is just been constantly player after player, guy after. Out for injury, another guy out for injury, out for the whole season.
0: You know what I mean? I think it's pretty crazy the, the injuries this year. So this came out when the game was happening. Uh, they think it might be, and this was at the time of the game. We haven't had anything concrete since then, uh, but they think it's a possible knee dislocation, yeah, potentially with multiple ligaments. Yeah, he he's obviously out. for it. Like I said, I wouldn't be
1: really, I wouldn't be surprised if he he calls it quits.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh, that is a. Very bad injury. And there's, like, some reports come out saying,
1: like, this is why they don't want to uh, – this is why franchises and teams don't want to pay their running backs because of mm-hmm. injuries like this. They don't want to invest on a guy so much money, and then he gets injured right away. I hate to say it, but it is kind of true. It like, is. Running but backs like, are the one, one of the main positions where you get injured at
0: the most. It's true. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just kind of – what you got to deal with. It. Like, that's the game. You that's, know, I yeah, hate to say it, but, like. That's just how it is. Like, you got to invest in the guy. Hope he does good for you, you know. He gets hurt. That's too bad. But that's just what happens. Yeah. Um. So,
1: for bad for the Nick Chubb owners, obviously. Um, They're but, probably scrambling. Yeah, they are definitely scrambling. How I felt when I lost J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> Um, but in today's show, we will go ahead. I, I would bring up a couple of things uh, for players you can pick up to help you out. If you lost Nick Chubb, um, obviously we are recording this on a Wednesday. So waivers already went through. Um, so there are still some people on the, on the waiver board though, that you can still pick up if you lost mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Uh but I know we kinda like went right into Nick Chubb right at the start of the show, but I didn't even get a chance to introduce you guys. Yeah. Right. Um, so you know, obviously you can tell from the intro, but welcome on in guys to the uh fancy sports podcast, also known as FS podcast. I said that backwards, but you know what? Who cares? Um obviously as you guys can tell, we're not professionals out like this we're here to have fun, give you guys fancy advice, talk about fancy football, help you guys win your guys' league this year, and like I said, the last two weeks, I've been really, really bad on injury. <laughs> I feel bad for the owners. Um, we lost a lot of good players already. It, it, yeah. I, it's crazy. So, and already though, we've already had blow up players like just making a name yep. for themselves already. The first Puka two. Puka is probably the biggest one. Puka is definitely one of the biggest ones right now. That is are are blowing out the water right now in fantasy football. So. Anyways, um, so Nick Chubb. For the season, um, they just signed Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. today. Actually, I was actually not surprised when they signed Kareem Hunt. I will say that.
0: No, he was the backup for Nick Chubb last year. It makes yeah, sense, it makes sense. But
1: like when Nick Chubb went down and Jerome Ford had like the 70 yard run, Jerome Ford just did great, he was amazing. Uh, but knowing the Browns, I knew they were going to bring somebody in. Like I, I had a feeling well, that yeah, I, like, you
0: got to bring someone in for depth. I feel like,
1: yeah. Like you can't just have Jerome Ford as your number one running back, you know, the way they utilize Nick Chubb like that. You can't replace Nick Chubb. No way you can replace no. Nick Chubb, but like showing how much they had him in the scheme. It's like, yeah, there's no way you could put it all on Jerome Ford on the first day, you know, on the first, third, second week, third week, you know, yeah. They so... had to bring in somebody.
0: I believe it was before, or it might have been right after, uh, actually, Nick Chubb. Or not Nick Chubb, sorry. Uh, Kareem Hunt got signed. The coach came out and was talking about Jerome Ford. Uh, and they were saying that Jerome Ford is the starter going forward. Yeah. Uh, I honestly just think they're going to have a repeat of last year, how they did with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah. If you guys are Jerome Ford owners, and you guys picked him off off the waiver board this morning or last There's night. There's no that he's
0: not. On the waiver board,
1: yeah. At this point, he's probably not on the waiver board. But if you did, and then the news came out saying that they signed Kareem Hunt, if you're a Ford owner, F one fifty, look, man, don't be. I wouldn't be worried. If you're worried about it, I would not be worried at at all. The amount of money that you spent or the waiver wire, you know, priority that you spent to get Jerome Ford is worth it. It really is. Yeah. Even though they did start, sign Kareem Hunt to the squad, I will say this. It is kind of terrifying because, like, you know, you got split backs and we've seen them utilize cream Hunt before. But honestly, I would not be worried about Jerome's Ford, you know, uh, utilization in the team at all. Like, I would just keep starting him week to week. He's obviously an RB2. There's obviously other running backs out there that are considered an RB1 on your team. But he's considered – I feel like he's considered an RB2. Maybe after this week three, depending on how they utilize a lot. I mean, yeah. I would start him
0: obviously, but I think he could be at RB one. I mean, they play Tennessee this week.
1: Yeah, because the offense is still really good. You know, you got Deshaun yeah. Watson, you got Elijah Moore, you got Donovan Peoples Jones, Amari Goopy, Goopy, Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? So like, Joku is still there. Joku still there. It's a really good offense. So I would not be worried about Jerome Ford. You know, should I start him? Because Green, Kareem... yes, start him. The way they used him after Nick Chubb left, even beforehand, it was it was it was great. Hmm. Um. So also we got so our reaction from week two, Jagger. Hmm. How did you feel about it? Did you? Did oh, you, I felt great. you? Did you feel you won? Obviously. Yeah, so me and Jagger year. lost. I mean, I lost against Jagger. My bad. Let me phrase that. Uh, um, this is my first time, guys. Actually, fun fact: starting zero and two in fantasy, I've always started two and zero hmm. uh, ever since I played. To sign. Yeah, I've actually started five and zero each each year. Wow. And um, this is my first time starting 0-2, and it's so funny, guys, because I love it due to the fact, like, I tr- I, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I talk so much trash, and s- I am so petty when it comes to football or just anything competitive, and it's so funny to see, like, all of that turn around, do a full, you know, 180, and yeah. come right back at me, because, like... Ever since I've been to 0-2, man, the members in my league have been constantly been texting, going at it. calling me, DMing me, being like, bro, how does it feel to be 0-2? How's it 0-2? Look at that. Down there, you see that? You're two steps down. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like, I laugh at it. And so, you know, I feel like I'm the Najee warrior of this, like, of this league Of this year Because like I was I'm down And I'm like Talking trash Still so saying I'm gonna come back You know what I mean uh, Like Sounded like the Cowboys this, this is my year This isn't This isn't Well no If I was 2-0 <laughs> and o, I would say This is my year Because Cowboy fans Are allowed to say that This year But Yeah Right now I'm on 2 But look It's so funny though Because one of the One of the greatest Roasters That I've got recently I'm not gonna tell you Who it was but one of the greatest roasts I got is like, bro, how are you owing to? Yet you su- you have your own fantasy football podcast. <laughs> I told him, I was like, look, man, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm here to help people. Myself right. is a whole different story, man. Like, yeah. I, me, I helping myself is crazy. But I'm here to help you guys. I'm here to help people win their fantasy league. Me, not so much. Okay, I I do my own thing. Some of the things that I say, I'm like, I still do it. But I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna do this for myself. I'm 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 take I'm, more see. pride in.
0: The, the listeners doing better. Yeah, like... Honestly.
1: Because it makes no sense if I talk to you guys about my team on the Fantasy Football Podcast. If I say, go pick him up, do this, and I'll be like, yeah,
0: because I'm doing it based off my team. Right? I feel like that's kind
1: of boring. Like I feel like, I don't know, Like I'm always
0: looking at these and players. And you're like, so definitely don't pick up this player. Yeah. And de- then you go and pick him up. Yeah, like, so... No, we're here to try and help you. And it, it it's a downside for sure, yeah. like, having this platform... Uh, because our league mates do listen to it, they do, they do, um, which is really cool. By the way, Thank it is. You. It's very good. I like it. Shout out! But it's just like we're not going to sit here and just like sabotage it, just because we know they listen to it. Yeah. Like
1: we still got other listeners out there that listen yeah, to us that you know, aren't in our league that aren't in are our here for
0: fantasy advice, you know? right?
1: Yeah. Um. So week two, my reaction on week two, I actually really liked it. Um. Even though I did lose, but I did like. The amount of opportunities I saw for a lot of certain players. Like, I liked seeing, you know, Adam Thielen. I liked seeing Nico yeah. Collins. I liked seeing Puka. You know what I mean? I liked they finally used Christian Kirk. You know what I mean? Like, I all these wide receivers in week two that everyone thought was an overreaction in week one. Like, oh, these guys are a bust. Don't trade them away. Get rid of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, it's only week one. Chill out. Relax. Week two,
0: they guess what they did? They delivered. You know what I mean? So I'll say this. I'll have a little. I got three players I want you to rank all right and they're rookies okay and we talked about them a little bit in the offseason they're the quarterbacks in my opinion the really the only three that matter right okay the three that were drafted in the first round you got anthony richardson who is currently in concussion protocol you got cj stroud who is limited at practice they're all limited right now uh and you got bryce young who's just been struggling but as i told leah before the show that's just the team he's on yeah uh last week bryce young had 13 points Okay, C.J. Stroud, he had 21. C.J. Stroud scored the most out of the three. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, I'm going up to 18. Anthony Richardson was projected to go on to, like, 40 points. Yeah. Uh, but he left, like, pretty early in the game uh, for a concussion. So you want me to rank them? Is that what you're asking? Or Not even, like, rank them, just because I know a lot of people probably drafted them. I know a lot of people probably drafted Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, me, myself, I drafted Anthony Richardson. I'll say that. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys <laughs> dropped Bryce Young. Cause yeah, if Bryce I was you, I would drop Bryce Young.
1: Um, I would agree on that. Just but... due to the fact, like, the offense he's on is horrible. And the way he looked against the Saints on Monday night. And that's the Saints. It, 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 he didn't look good. I, I hate yeah. to say it. He didn't look good. He he actually was still kind of better, though, than Justin Fields. He is. Um, but he uh, he, did, he didn't he did look good. Did you see that he was on the wrong side of the...
0: Yeah, yeah. I did. And then the, his running back pushed him over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: Miles Sanders is like, bro, the ball's over there. Your center's so, over like, there. They might want to put Bryce
0: Young in the concussion protocol. You yeah. Know? So um, I will say this. Out of the three, in my opinion, you don't really need to worry about Anthony Richardson. I feel like if he gets out of concussion protocol, like he's already comfortable.
1: Yeah. CJ Stroud is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, he's actually really utilizing Nico Collins a lot. Not only that, but he's also u- utilizing Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. David Pierce is a different story. <laughs> um, but C.J. Stroud, I actually really like it. I kind of think he's a sleeper pick. I wouldn't yeah. say he would make it top 10, but I could definitely see him. The way he played in week two.
0: The thing is, is that C.J. Stroud has thrown the ball 40-plus times. Yeah, it kind of week.
1: reminds me of like a Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow say. is yep. like throwing 50 to 60 co- pass attempts in each game. It was crazy. That's when Jamar Chase popped off. Mm -hmm. Um, But Anthony Richardson, man, I like it. I'm not going to lie. I I really do. If you have him, good for you. Because depending on the quarterback you have beforehand, because I know you didn't draft Anthony Anthony, Anthony Richardson as your QB one. I know you didn't do that. If you did, good for you. It's working out so far. But I know a lot of people didn't draft him to be his number one QB. I know you drafted like a Geno Smith a Trevor Lawrence, somebody like that, Joe Burrow as your QB1. Look, if you have Anthony Richardson and you have a solid QB1 already, honestly, man, I would just trade away Anthony Richardson right now and get a good you can get a good package deal, I feel like. Or depending on your QB, you can trade that QB and keep Anthony through.
0: Richardson, you know what I mean? So like it's it's a win-win. I feel like you got to compare what QB you have. Yeah, you got to compare. Anthony Richardson, it. I hate to say it, could be better than the one you have.
1: Yeah, like if you have uh like if you have Geno Smith and Anthony Richardson, honestly, I would stick
0: with Anthony Richardson at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um of the op- the upside you see. How about I haven't been keeping up a lot with Joe Burrow, but I think Joe Burrow has been off to a rough start. Uh, He looks bad. You know,
1: this kind of reminds me, though. I'm not losing faith in Joe Burrow. He hasn't been utilizing his targets a lot, which people are super mad at. Mostly fantasy people are,
0: because due to the fact that they have T. Higgins, who finally popped off, by the way. Well, T. Higgins came off of his, uh, what was it, his week one where he had eight targets and caught none of them.
1: Yeah, and like the whole Jamar Chase, people are freaking out about Jamar Chase. If you are Jamar Chase owner, I would say hold out. I would say hold it out. Don't trade it. Don't trade him away. But if you know that manager that has Jamar Chase is worried, go trade for him. Yeah, I I know Jamar Chase will come back to the top top three wide receiver later on in the in the season. Uh, but I would hold on to Jamar Chase at the moment. But if you want to go trade for him, this is a good buy low moment for
0: you for right sure. now. Uh, another quarterback I want to talk about, and as much as this pains to say me, because he's in my division, is Jordan Love. Jordan Love is currently the number two quarterback.
1: Yeah, um, this guy, um, he got like the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre touch after
0: the, you know. That's just what they do in Green Bay. Yeah, you know, Green I don't Bay, know what it is. It's, it's they do
1: something. They put him in like the Fountain of Youth or something like that, and it's yeah. like they. He's bat-
0: thrown three touchdowns back to back weeks.
1: Yeah, and he's doing this without his number one wide receiver, yeah. Cody Watson. Or Christian Watson. Christian Watson. He's been my bad. out
0: both weeks. Christian he's, Watson has not
1: started this. He year. He has not started yet, and the way he's been using Reed a lot, mm-hmm. I I really like it. And like even he's utilizing Aaron, you know, Aaron Jones. Yeah. And AJ Dillon. I mean, Jordan Love. He's definitely a like. Honestly, I did not think of this at all for him. No, like him and Baker no. Mayfield are the two quarterbacks. I didn't think any of them were going to perform well for fantasy, of course. Right now I'm 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 like a blinking right now. They're pointing the gun right behind me, dude. They're like, "Yeah, bro, we know how to. We're quarterbacks. We get paid to do this." I, yeah. am right, right. showing out. It's good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I forgot you're not Bryce Young or Justin <laughs> Fields. I'm sorry. Yep. No,
0: I like to see it too because I always like seeing more players that you can actually go pick up. You know.
1: Yeah, and, and like depending on the QB too. Jordan Love definitely could be a streaming QB. Mm-hmm. Depending, I honestly right now I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. I don't know who's going. Who Green Bay is playing in week three? Uh, they're playing against New Orleans. Okay, yeah, you could definitely start Jordan yeah. Love against New Orleans. The way they played against Carolina Panthers, dude, they Atlanta. struggled a little bit in the beginning against the Panthers, but then yeah. finally they they pulled away. But still, they they struggled, you
0: know. So if yeah.
1: they struggled against the Panthers, you can definitely start Jordan Love in
0: the Green Bay offense on that. But then again, Jordan Love did struggle with Atlanta. He did.
1: But look, don't they get? Does he get Christian Watson back in week three uh, or is it week four?
0: Maybe I haven't looked into that. Christian Watson right now is just putting in limited practice after limited practice. I think I can. I think I can see him making a return week three. I see more week four. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's another one you could probably trade for is Christian Watson.
1: Yeah, you could definitely trade for Christian Watson. Um, so I will say this though. Speaking of wide receivers, since we're on the topic of wide receivers, a guy that lost his QB in week 1, um Garrett Wilson. Yeah, on the Jets. Look man, I'll be totally honest with you. If you guys are Garrett Wilson
0: owners, trade him away. I hate to say I've it. I've already gotten offers to Garrett Wilson for to, me to get to Garrett receive. Wilson. Yeah.
1: Okay. Garrett Wilson as a elite wide receiver, with that yes. no doubt, he is talented. He's a great wide receiver. One of those teams, one of those wide receivers you want on your team. But if you got a QB like Zach Wilson, oh boy.
0: Um, okay, look, can we say this? As far as fantasy goes, Zach Wilson sucks. Right? He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But NFL wise, he looked good or not good. He looked decent week one when he came in for Rodgers. He didn't look as bad as he used to. I mean, I still wouldn't trust Garrett. I'm not, I'm I mean, not talking about last, last week where he threw three picks. But
1: yeah, like if you look at the touchdowns, Garrett Wilson, because Garrett Wilson was only saved for his fantasy value due to those touchdowns. Yeah. But if you look at those touchdowns, bro, that dude had to bobble for the ball. Yeah, like he it was had not bobble catch. It was yep. not a good pass by by Zach Wilson. The dude has to save his own fantasy value each week, I feel like, with that Zach sucks. Wilson. And I wouldn't trust it because it's a hit or miss at that point. You know what I mean? Because You don't have a solid QB. Zach Wilson just ruins the other Wilson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's really bad. Like, Garrett Wilson, if you have him now, he had a great first two weeks. He's above double digits. Yeah. I don't see it continuing, to be honest. I would I mean, go ahead and sell like him. He's probably going to go lower. Yeah, you could Garrett definitely Wilson. sell him for right now for his high value at the moment. If you wait a little bit longer and he does descend a little down, ooh, man. You're probably just going to have to drop him. You would just have to drop him at that it point. sucks so much. It sucks, yeah. But, like, the name Garrett Wilson, I know it's really good. He would have been a lot different if a
0: Aaron Rodgers was there, but it's just, unfortunately, yeah. life sucks, man. That's <laughs> it, why a lot of people spend so many early picks on Garrett Wilson. Yeah, because of, of the
1: QB, but that um, didn't happen.
0: Like, and I think we've said it before. It's just we know it's Zach Wilson because, like, look back, you know, a few years ago, you had Elijah Moore, right? Balled yeah. out when Zach Wilson would not play. Yeah. So
1: if you are a Garrett Wilson owner, again, I repeat,
0: listen, this is an alarm. This is an alert. Sell him. Now. I would say that, yeah, because they play New England week three. Yeah. Then they go and play Kansas City. Yeah. Week six, they play Philly. Yeah. So like, Garrett Wilson right now. You don't honestly have a good matchup till like, week eight, and that's just week eight and ten. You got the Giants and Vegas.
1: To be honest, the only players on, on the Jets that you want on your fantasy team Brees are Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. I wouldn't uh, even say Dalvin Cook right now. I feel like Dalvin Cook just because all they have is their running game, dude, so I would rely on both of those or those RBs. Um, like depending on the matchup, though, if you go against the Chiefs, I don't know. Going against the Eagles, I don't know, but... Other ones, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I would definitely fire those two up for uh, the Raiders and the Giants. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Look how Pollard just massacred the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> James Cook massacred the, the
1: Raiders. Yeah, so um, also speaking of running backs, since we're on injuries of running backs, I will say this right now I would like to um, bring the Glass Lake committee into a sure. session right now. We're bringing it back. Okay. He did like get a gavel. We will out we would, okay. When I do this, guys, I do not wish anything on these guys. I wish them a healthy return, a healthy recovery. ED recovery. It, it sucks when things like this happen, but please, I would like to welcome Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Back into the Legazo Lake Committee. And I also will. He's a return member. Yeah. And I would also, I don't know if he's a new member or we had him in there before and I just didn't notice yet, but I would like to welcome David Montgomery.
0: Uh, uh no we were thinking about it no, one no definitely he's in now no no i'm not saying no don't put him there yeah. i was saying no we were we thinking, were of thinking it. about it one year because it was like okay because that was the year he got out twice yeah remember? and we're like all right well if he gets hurt a third time then for sure like he's yeah. a lock but no
1: david montgomery i'm sorry man you're in a glass lake committee bro he got injured again um, you were set to be the RB one for the Lions. Oh yeah. Um, didn't happen, bro. And look, man, I'm be totally. I'm gonna protect the future right now because you're injured. You're gonna miss at least two weeks. Probably yeah. Uh... Jamar Gibbs, the rookie, looked amazing in Week One, bro. He's gonna have two great games while you're out, and when you come back, he
0: plays Atlanta this week.
1: They're gonna pull a Khalil Herbert on you, bro. When you come back from your injury, they're gonna make. Jamar gives their RB1 and keep you in the split backfield. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. If you guys have David Montgomery, I feel sorry for you guys right now, but go ahead and try What's to sell him. him.
0: I don't even know if you can trade him.
1: You can him. try to sell him because RB death right now is really low. That's true. It is really low right now as a whole yeah. in fantasy football. Yeah. Um, so you can try to sell him, but right now, David Montgomery, um, I feel bad, but he is in the Glass Lake committee. For and sure. then going back to Saquon Barkley, man. Oh my gosh. He okay. When he got injured, it looked bad because he threw his helmet on the floor. He looked mad. And when you see see things like that, you know it's a bad injury. MRI came out saying it's an ankle sprain. It's a high ankle sprain. So that means he's going to be out for about three weeks. Mm -hmm. At that point, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys, if I was a Giants organization, just put him on the IR. Give him one more extra week of just resting. Just play it safe.
0: Play it safe. You give him four weeks, let's say right now, one, two, three, four, he comes back, they play Buffalo. Yeah. He comes back three weeks, he plays Miami. Either way, it's a tough matchup. It's a
1: tough matchup. But Saquon Barkley, if you guys are Saquon Barkley holders, I'm super sorry. um, But put him on your IR. I wouldn't... I wouldn't drop him. I wouldn't... Uh, no, don't drop him. He's too big of a value to drop. Yeah. But look, do not go anywhere near the New York Giants RB room.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would say just skip out on Matt Burrito. As appealing as Matt Burrito looks, yeah. historically, for those of you who don't know, Matt Burrito... He stepped in before for Saquon. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of just like a career running back too, and, you know, a backup running back. And, and he just, just – he's just not
1: – Just look at the offense as a whole. It's bad. Uh, like, it's bad. Like, I don't trust an RB to, a backup running back like Matt
0: Burita. Like, the only thing that's good there, and it's not even the running backs, is probably Darren Waller. That's really it. And I'll say maybe Wandell whenever he comes back. The wide
1: receivers aren't good. No, yeah. Um, the QB, then you know, Daniel, had, Dimes, Daniel
0: Jones had a good week. He did have a he had good a week. A really good week.
1: Depending on the matchup, he's only considered a streaming QB. I feel like depending yeah. on the matchup. Um, but yeah, I would stay away from the RB room from the Giants at as a whole. After that, yeah. uh, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Saquon Barkley injury. My bad, I can't speak all of a sudden. Um. But yeah, I I I feel bad for Saquon owners. I feel bad for Nick Chubb owners.
0: I feel worse for uh, Nick Chubb owners. Yeah, that's the one where that hurts, man. Done all yeah. year. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else really. Um, not really. Just a bunch of like
1: injury news. But today, one of the biggest news that came out today was Cream Hunt signing mm-hmm. with the Browns. But we also had another signing, a trade that happened earlier today. Uh, but Cam Akers was traded from the Los Angeles Rams to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, This That's is a rip RIP to Alexander Madison owners.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alexander Madison was set to be the RB1. He was RB1 the last two weeks. And there was a lot of rumors, predictions like, yo, this guy can be an RB2 in your fantasy league. He will get be solid each week after week. He's taking the role over for Dalvin Cook. The first two weeks he sucked.
0: Week one he was okay. He had thirteen against Tampa. Yeah. But last week when everybody was popping off, when Kirk Cousins was distributing the ball, you know he only got five points.
1: Yeah. So. While um,
0: else, everybody else is dropping twenty.
1: To be honest, man, I if you have Alexander Madison and they just signed Cam Akers and you don't have him, um, because in our leagues, surprisingly, the guy that has Alexander Madison,
0: yeah, picked up Cam, picked Akers, up Cam I, Akers. I realize that. Yeah. yeah.
1: But if you don't have Cam Akers and you do have Alexander Madison, man, I would hold on to him for one more week to see how they utilize him after the Cam Akers. And if he blows up Cam Akers in question, you're going to have to drop Alexander Madison at that point because they're gonna rely on Cam Akers a lot. The only time you can ever go back to Alexander Madison is when he was in his old role behind Dalvin Cook, meaning he will be behind Cam Akers. So if Cam Akers gets injured, guess what, bro? Guess who's the next man up? Alexander Madison. Part two baby. You know what I'm saying?
0: I I would say I out of the two to as well I wouldn't
1: drop him now. I not, would not drop him. drop him now. No,
0: don't drop him. But I would say honestly out of the two if I had to pick one it's Cam Akers. I'd rather stay with Cam Akers. Yeah. Over Madison, which sucks because Alexander Madison has been there for, like, ever. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. No? Uh, Not for the show, but for... Oh, for the show? That's it? All right. Cool. I'm tired. Skip starts of
1: the weeks this week. Uh, That'd be great. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, nothing too much.
1: Uh, We got... uh, Austin Eckler may, is, did not practice today, so that's a little questionable going into week three.
0: I believe uh, Derrick Henry as well is questionable at the moment. Derrick Henry is also questionable at the moment.
1: Um, Amonu Saint Brown is questionable at the moment, too. He may miss week three, so that means that's up for Josh Reynolds and the other wide receivers over there. Also, Devontae Adams had a late hit in week
0: two. Yeah, I saw that. Uh,
1: which... Could put him in. They didn't come out yet, but they could. They're gonna put him in concussion protocol. Because
0: they pulled him right off the field right they
1: after. They pulled that him happened. right off the field. He could be put in the concussion protocol. If he's in that protocol, unfortunately, he will not play week three. I'll I'll say it now because Jacoby Myers had the same thing happen in week one. He had a concussion. They pulled him out right away. They put him in protocol, and he didn't. He missed week two. Mm-hmm. So if Devontae Adams misses week three, Jacoby Myers owners be ready, man. Yeah, be ready. You're gonna get a solid week in week three of Jacoby Myers is named the RB. I mean, wide receiver one.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, anything else?
1: Uh, 49ers, uh, wide receiver Brandon, IU is expected yeah. to be the game time decision for Thursday night. Um, if Brandon, Ayuk is out for you guys. Honestly, man, I wouldn't worry about picking up any of those guys. Other wide receivers in, you know, the 49ers. Um, Honestly, at that point, you're going to have to go with one of your flex guys, move him up, man. I feel I feel bad for Brandon. I hate game time decisions, too. I really I really hate it, man. It happened to me with Mark Andrews. Yep. I woke up. It's like, oh, he's out. Game starts in 10 minutes. What the? You know what I mean?
0: Who do I pick up? Uh. Yeah.
1: So Also, look at this. This is why I didn't want you guys to touch any of the RB rooms in the Ravens' backfield. Ravens are working out RB's Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones, and James Robinson today. <laughs> bro, this is why I don't want to. After J.K. Dobbins was out, I'm like, bro, I'm out as the Ravens as a whole. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to touch mm-hmm. any of that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it so far. I think we got all the injury news. We got all the breaking news, meaning the trades, um, and signing, um, uh, and we just. Oh ta-
0: no, we didn't talk about uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I believe I talked about him last week. Did we? Yeah. We got well. We got placed on the IR this week. Yeah. And so he's out for four weeks. If you got George Pickens, you're solid. Oh no, yeah, I think we're talking about he might go on the IR.
1: Yeah, we weren't for sure. George Pickens, if you have him, he looked great against yep. the Browns. He had an amazing touchdown with Kenny Pickett him. Kenny Pickett throwing him the ball. Honestly, he's a he's he's a week to week starter already, 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have uh, looking for somebody like an Allen Robinson, um, you could. Try to see. You can pick him up and see how he does in week three, depending on the u- utilization of him. But it looked like they liked Pat Fry and Muth and George Pickens a lot more as their main two targets before Allen Robinson. Um, but I would pick him up just to see how he does. I had him for a little bit, but then uh, I dropped him. <laughs> I be totally honest with you guys. But honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if I regret that drop going into week three against
0: Raiders. Mm-hmm. So. That's it, I think. I believe so. So uh, now it's time to find out who go ahead, who goes ahead and starts uh, off, starts the week. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, reflect on our past starts of the week, see who had a better week.
1: Okay. And
0: I'm gonna spoil it right now for uh, the people who decided to skip last week. Uh, we have again another player that we share. Uh Idris. Yes. Yes. He did bad.
1: Yeah, Brion um, Robinson was elite. I knew it, man. I, 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 I knew this we was. We were thinking bad, it man. might have been a
0: split field,
1: though. The the way it looked in week one, we all thought it was gonna be a split field. But Tyler Algier, man, <laughs> Brian Robinson, Brion Robinson, my bad, just, just outshined. Michelle,
0: Tyler Algier, then at this point, you think?
1: Whoo, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. That's a toughie.
0: Um, I mean, I- they play Detroit this week. Yeah, honestly,
1: I would hold on to him. I would not sell out on him right now. Right now, um, wait. I think I'll wait until week three is over to see how much they utilize him again in week three. If it happens again, then definitely sell him right after that.
0: The thing is, is that he got actually Tyler Algier got more carries this week than he did last week. He got 16 carries this week and he got 15 the last week. So it's just, he couldn't do anything with them. Yeah,
1: it was definitely, he got, he got 16 carries, correct?
0: Yeah. John got 19.
1: Okay. Um, Tyler Adjir, no. I am not selling out on him. I am holding on to Tyler Iger.
0: Yeah,
1: I will rack it up. I'm changing my mind. I'm, I'm racking it up as a bad game for him. The guy had the opportunity to do it. He just wasn't able to do Perform. it, you know what I mean? Perform well.
0: Yeah, performance anxiety.
1: Yeah, um, but I will hold on to him. If you guys spent a good amount of your fab slash waiver wire on him, I still think he's... Uh, worth the amount that you spent
0: like I would say it's good to keep him because you have week three he plays Detroit mm-hmm. week four Jacksonville five week Houston and week six Washington though that is a pretty good schedule to play him against
1: yeah if you if he's averaging 15 to 16 carries per game yes I would definitely keep him and probably put him in a flex position mm-hmm. knowing that he has the opportunity to perform and have a high ceiling. With Bajan Robinson still with him in the backfield.
0: Yeah. Like I said, Bajan got more carries than him this week, week one, Bajan got ten, Algier got fifteen. Um, but it seems like they're definitely working Bajan into that role, like everyone thought he would.
1: And we saw he had an amazing run.
0: Yeah. He juke like three defenders,
1: it was crazy. Yeah.
0: Bajon is definitely worth your pick. Um but just keep Tyler Algier. Yeah. At least for a few more weeks, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think so. I would definitely keep him for a few more weeks.
0: So, yeah, to rip the Band-Aid off, Tyler Algier in full PPR only scored 4.8 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, I guess, a tie for both of us, or we can just, like, not count that one. <laughs> no, nah, I, I count it as a tie, I guess. Uh, so, anyway, let's start off with QB. Well, I had Baker Mayfield, and he dropped 18.3 against Chicago. My team, they suck.
1: Oh, you really realize, You realize that now?
0: No, I've been realizing that for years. Yeah, me too from my team. <laughs> it's called being a fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I believe you said you had Geno Smith, right?
1: Uh no, I did not have Geno you Smith. Didn't have Geno I Smith had did. Jared Goff, uh, who scored a total of twenty
0: two right.
1: point ninety two fantasy points.
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. And who did he play against?
1: They, he played against Geno Smith actually, the oh. Seahawks. Okay. Where Geno Smith got a total of twenty three actually, so they were a one point deficit from each nice. other.
0: Nice. All right. So that's one for you. Uh I got Elijah Moore at wide receiver. He sucked. He got me 7 points.
1: <laughs> yeah. You 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 helped me like you can start him and then I got
0: Yeah, cuz you had Elijah Moore. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um mine was uh Zay Flowers with Ooh. the Ravens. Um he actually did pretty decent. He did better than Elijah Moore. I know that for sure. Well, that's not hard. Uh I mean, Kobbitt. So, <laughs> True. So looking at uh Jay Flowers, the total points he had in the fantasy full PPR game we're talking about here, is he had a total of ten point eighty fantasy points and okay. PPR.
0: So just a little bit more.
1: A little bit more. That's uh at least it hit double
0: digits. I will right. say that. There you go. Yeah. So, not bad. Not bad. Uh, tight end. I had my boy repeat offence- offender here. Uh, Dawson Knox. He went <laughs> off for ten points. Even scored a touchdown in the game. Had. Three catches.
1: Let's go. Dawson Knox back at it again. I'm glad to see it. So, my tight end started a week last week, or yeah, last week was Hunter Henry. He had a total of 17.20 points Dang. to full PPR. He had a total of one touchdown and a total of eight, I mean, my bad, six receptions.
0: Touch him, man. Good, good job. Touch him,
1: man. I was, look, I was looking for that touchdown. Not only did he get that touchdown, but Bro also got five more receptions or yeah. six more receptions.
0: He just so. helped you out.
1: So, yeah, he had a total of 17 points.
0: Not bad, not bad. So, I like it. So, obviously, that means that you can go ahead and start. Because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I won. Well, mine was pretty good week yeah, yeah, one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, there always was a bad, but
0: guess who's up on top, baby? Aye, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, mine were. Pretty meh, <laughs> meh. I would, I will say that uh, Baker and Dawson Knox are about the only bright spots. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Elijah Moore.
1: So, going into week three. Starting off with me, guys. My QB started week going to week three It's going to be amazing because he's already been on the show once. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going with Baker Mayfield.
0: Oh, boy, he was there last week. Yes. <laughs> the reason
1: why I'm going with Baker Mayfield is because he's going against the Eagles. And so you guys are wondering, like, why are going against the Eagles? The Eagles won the Super Bowl last year. You actually want to know something, man. What? The Eagles are the number one defense giving up the most points to fantasy QBs.
0: Wow. Isn't that crazy? See, I was thinking about putting a – Baker Mayfield, but I felt like I found a better one.
1: He, it would have be been funny if you had him twice in a one week. That would've been really, really funny. I actually would've I would have given you the whole podcast to yourself. But like, you know what, guys? He's gonna run it. After that take, he definitely deserves it. Mayfield
0: back to back weeks. He definitely <laughs> deserves
1: it, man. So like looking back at it, in week one they played against the Patriots. They gave a total of twenty four points to Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And that's Mac Jones, bro. That's Mac and Cheese, man. How are you giving 24 points to go to a Mac and Cheese, man? And we actually watched this game together. They played the Vikings in Week 2 and yep. gave a total of 28 points to Kirk Cousins. Yep. And not only that, but the last two weeks, Baker Mayfield has been decent. We talked about him recently. Last week he got, what, 15 points? Uh, 18. 18 points. And then back in Week 1, Baker Mayfield was amazing. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, Baker Mayfield's in week one played the Vikings. He had a total of to- of of seventeen fantasy points. All right, yep. if the Eagles are giving Mac Jones twenty five, and they're There's giving
0: 28.
1: Cousins twenty eight, and Baker Mayfield already is averaging around fifteen to seventeen uh, points per game, man, I could see him reaching twenty five this week going into week three. I could see it because the way he's been using Mike Evans is. Oh, French Kiss! Amazing. People like were question dropped,
0: like what thirty points almost. Yeah, last and week? he
1: had an amazing touchdown against um the Commanders.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So like, look, man, Baker Mayfield. We talked about him, you know, in the offseason. Like, eh, he's joining the Buccaneers. Who cares? But look, man. Apparently, I care now in week three <laughs> that he's with the Buccaneers. My bad. I didn't mean the Commanders. Uh, I meant the the Bears. Um. I was talking about the team they played against. Yeah, yeah. So, Baker Mayfield going against the Eagles. The defense are the number one defense giving the most points to fantasy football. uh, fantasy football. Fantasy QBs. I guess it is fantasy football. think about, But not only that, but Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are being utilized a lot where Chris Godwin is getting an average of 12 to 11 points per game in the first two weeks. And we already just talked about Mike Evans. Mike Evans has both touchdowns in both weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Going into week 3, I could definitely see that happening. I I definitely see Mike Evans getting another touchdown, but not only that, but I feel like Baker Mayfield at the moment when you look at him, bro is ranked right now. This is, again, we're talking about week 2, okay? We're not talking about all the way to the end of the year. The same night end of the year rankings. If you guys want to listen to that, go ahead and please listen to that one. <laughs> um, but bring, bring, give me one second because I am not prepared at the moment. Um, but Baker Mayfield is ranked Number fourteen, QB. Nice overall at the moment. It's pretty good. I would think he'd be like at twenty three, bro. Yep. So, but anyways, Baker Mayfield is my QB start of the week. Going not bad.
0: Not bad. Uh, my QB start of the week. Where's probably gonna walk out after hearing this? I swear to God, if you say Zach Wilson. Okay, so he might not walk out. He might just stand up and get really mad and start throwing stuff. No, I'm going with Kenny Pickett. Oh, really? That dude. Uh, yeah, against the Raiders. This week. Oh. Yeah, that is really, really. You know what? You can't switch. Sorry. I can't switch what? You can't switch your start of the week. You made your bed oh, laying no. it. F the
1: Steelers, <laughs> bro. What are you talking about, man? They're going to lose in week three.
0: I don't care if they lose. I just need Kenny Pickett to do good. I care if they lose. Um, so, like we said, we already talked about the whole George Pickens, you know, balling out. Right. Yeah. Um. And as you know, Josh Allen balled out against them mm-hmm. last week. But that's Josh Allen. He balls out anytime. Yeah. He's a great team. Uh, Russell Wilson, I believe, dropped 13 to 14 points against yeah, the Raiders, Raiders week one, uh, which was pretty solid for the first week under Sean Payton. Uh, but then again, that's the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I'm more looking at Kenny Pickett playing the Raiders. Uh, they easily gave up the touchdown to Dawson Knox, so Pat Frymery may get something. As well, uh, I hate to say it, but, it, like, four different running backs scored against the Raiders last week. Yeah. Um, so, who knows? Maybe Kenny Pickett runs in one himself.
1: Who knows? Yeah, defense is really bad. I won't admit this, though. Um, the whole cornerbacks right now for our defense is really bad. So, I do not only seeing Kenny Pickett having a great game in fantasy, but I could definitely see George Pickens and maybe Deontay Johnson also having a great game. Not Deontay Johnson, my bad. Alan Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. The guy uh, I dropped. <laughs> uh,
0: as we know, Najee Harris is on the team. Who? I, I would like to leave it at that. Who? Uh, you know, the guy who is really good with uh, Big Ben. And then once Big Ben retired, he stopped playing football. Yeah. I, mean. I think he also retired. Oh, did he? Yeah. Najee Harris, man. Biggest downfall. Up man, up there. Up I was there at, since day one, Najee. Up there with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. Same thing there. Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco. Same thing. Just all Chiefs running back.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real, man.
0: Except like Jamal Charles, like back in the early 2000s. <laughs> like that was the last good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I'm going with Kenny Pickett. You might actually be able to pick him up. He's only rostered like 30%. Yeah. Uh, if you want to.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you don't have, if you lost Anthony Richardson. Yep through a concussion or any other quarterbacks that you have that can, I feel like Kenny Pickett can definitely be a great streaming mm-hmm. option.
0: I'm not saying he's going to go and drop like 30. Who knows 20. if the Raiders, he could. He could maybe. He's <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> starting to sound like me whenever you talk about the Bears. Uh, it hurts, man. It does. It feels good to talk about it, though. It does. Know. It does. Uh, honestly, I see Kenny Pickett at most going for like no higher probably than like 15. Really? That's probably the highest he might go.
1: That's not bad, and that's better no. than a lot of QBs at the moment.
0: Yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett just barely broke ten points against Cleveland last week. But then yeah. again, that's Cleveland. And Week One, as we know, uh, they basically got shut out against San Francisco. That's when they showed that wonderful graphic of the most of uh, the offensive yards, and they had one.
1: Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. San
0: Fran had like four hundred or something. Yeah. Uh But I'm going with Kenny Pickett. Going against uh, Vegas should be okay.
1: Go for it. Nice, man.
0: So, uh, if you want to go ahead with running back. My running
1: back? I don't know if you're going to like this one.
0: Me? Yeah.
1: Chase Edmonds. I'm joking. Oh, boy. Now, this guy is actually rostered pretty good amount, but people are debating or not if you should start him. But after the news that came out today, I say he's a full start, even though he's going against a uh, defense who's uh, all right. It's a Bengals defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Kyron Williams with the Los Angeles Rams, yeah. um, he was very questionable going into Week Two due to the fact that you know they still have Cam Akers on there. No one expected him to do this. Uh, Puka, <laughs> is it Puka out? I almost called him Puka Nuka for some reason. Puka Nuka. Puka Nuka.
0: That's his
1: nickname now? Uh, apparently. Uh, I don't know. Puka, though, was, is crazy. But look, man, week two, this guy averaged 28 points against the San Francisco 49ers, bro. A really good defense. A defense that was so good, they kept the Steelers rushing yards under one. And you know what I mean? It, it's it's crazy. Or at one, my bad. Yeah. And, you know, Williams comes around, and he's like, bro, you know what? If you guys give me a total of 14 carries, I'll give you guys 92 yards. And if you give me 10 targets, I'll catch eight of them. Mm -hmm. This guy had 10 targets against the San Francisco 49ers. And now that he's going against the Bengals, who people are questioning right now, they're not the same team from last year. They're not. It's the first two weeks. I would calm down, honestly. But I get the overreaction. Going into week three, I'm going to say 15. He's averaged to make total of 13 to 14 points in full PPR. He's ranked right now the, R- the RB2 just because of his 28-point game against the ran- uh, against 49ers. Yep. The reason why he's like this is because right now they lost Nick Chubb. right? They lost J.K. Dobbins. Barkley's down with an injury. Uh, Austin Eggler is down with an injury. You know, these these running backs are down with injuries the first two weeks. Kyron Williams is going to make a comeback. If you guys spent a good amount of fab and waiver wire pickups on him, you definitely got a great deal because I think he's still of the waiver wire this year. Because, you know, you always have that one player that's on the waiver wire that nobody knows about, picks him up, top 10, RB, wide receiver, QB, whatever his name is. Somehow, somewhere. And I think Kyron Williams is one of those guys that you picked up that's going to be great for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, it's hard to go trade for him due to the fact that he is had two great games. But if you can't try to. I don't think you can to, trade for him. I don't think you can. If the only chance you had it with him was in the uh, Wave of wide in week one. And I knew it because I actually bid on him. You know what's so funny? I'm going to call him out right now. The dude that told me to go try to pick him up is the one that, Outbid me in, <laughs> in the waiver wire, like bro. How do you tell me you go pick up this guy and you outbid me? That's just, mm, that's just cold, man. That's cold blooded, man. Might as well call you the, um, the the Cowboys, man. Because huh. at this point, man, you're just only peaking in the nineties, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, Arizona's been under ninety <laughs> yep, yep. or under hundred. Um, but yeah, they're going against the Bengals. Um, so Kyron Rillams is my starter week going into week. Three from nice. my RB
0: position. Nice. So while I went ahead with someone who was rostered pretty highly, I actually did the complete opposite.
1: Once you go like twelve percent?
0: No, it's not that bad. Mine's like forty.
1: Oh, his his start percentage though is uh oh my god it went up forty eight percent. Oh, I'm a I'm a hit on no matter what on this one. <laughs> go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm going with as we we talked about the team uh, earlier. I'm going with Damian Harris. With the Buffalo Bills backup running back behind James Cook, who's been cooking. Uh, Damian Harris scored one touchdown. I'm real. I'm listening to yeah, this one. Yeah, this makes yeah. Sense. He plays against Washington. This is an extreme gamble. Extreme. I'm listening. But I've got faith, Waya. He plays against Washington.
1: Hmm. Look, man. If this was a wide receiver, I would totally have faith. Exactly. in Exactly. Also, but I don't know. I'd be for you.
0: Look, I'm not expecting no 20 points. What, do you want five? <laughs> <laughs> no, not even yeah. that. I think he could score above 10. You think so? I think so. They're working them in more. Uh, he is honestly, like I'm not even going to factor in Latavius Murray, but Damian Harris does get touches at the goal line. Vince yeah. Cook doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray also gets touches at the goal line, but most of the time it's Damian Harris at the goal line. So I think we might be looking at a Zeke and Pollard type situation here. Yeah. So honestly, Damian Harris could maybe rush one in against Washington. you just looking for a touchdown, huh? I'm just looking for a touchdown. So okay, I get it. All right, cool. See, all right, I'm listening. Hey, let me explain my yeah, madness yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes I, a bit I, more sense. Great, I get the logic. Exactly. Uh, again, they play against Washington, whose defense is well, it's a defense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like I said, you might, you're probably going to be able to pick up damien harris he's only rostered like 40 percent. yeah so if you're like a nick chubb owner saquon owner and like like kairin is out right he's he obviously picked up yeah at this point uh and you need a running back this one's probably gonna be there yeah i would bet money on it in your league He'll, he's probably there yeah he's in our he's available in our league i don't plan on picking him up because i don't need a running back but that's just me and also i have james cook so that's kind of an issue okay all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going Damian Harris. Again, it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah. But if it pays off, I feel like it could be pretty good. That's what a gamble is. Yeah. So
1: I will say this running backs right now, start of the week, are very difficult because a lot of them are rostered a lot due to the fact that everyone's scratching for an RV right now. Yep. So Juwan Johnson is above like. Not Jawan Johnson. Uh, the, who's the RV for the Bears? Uh, Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn Johnson, my bad. I was close. He's above 50% rostered. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Trilla, go Yeah, even Trevor cool. Hubbard right now is at 40%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, we're not going to talk about Jerome Ford. You know what I mean? That guy's probably like at 99%. Yeah, you know let what i mean? see. Like,
0: Let's get an accurate count here. I think he's like 78. Uh, 85. Dang. Over the course of one week. One week, yeah. So...
1: Um, And I have them. A lot of the RBs right now are rostered a lot. uh, But I'm just talking more about the start percentage because you probably have a lot of people like, you know, like, for example, I got Gainwell. You know, he's rostered a lot, like 78 to 80. But his start percentage is
0: 24. You know what I mean? So, like, you know. I mean, I can't be mad. Like, what is it? I have Brian Robinson, and he's only started 50%. Yeah. So he's rostered 80.
1: So are we going to, uh, is it uh,
0: wide receivers? Yes, wide receivers.
1: All right, so I have a feeling mean you might have the same wide receiver. Really? Uh, I don't know why, but my Spidey senses are tingling. But my Spidey senses have been off recently, so I could be wrong on this one. Um, but my starter week, uh, going into week three, uh, wide receiver is going to be Josh Reynolds with yeah. the Detroit Lions due to the fact that on, St. Brown is going to be out for the count. Yeah. Um, His injury is not looking well. It's not trending well to the point where he will be able to play in week three against Atlanta Falcons. Josh Reynolds, man. I don't know why. Solid. This guy's a 28-year-old wide receiver. 28 wide receivers are not that great in fantasy football, I will say that. Unless you're Adam Thielen, the old man. Um, just dropped like 20 points last week. Yeah. Speaking of dropping 20 points, guess who also dropped 20 points last week? Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds against the Seattle Seahawks. Not only that, but he actually hit double digits in week one against the Chiefs dropped 12 there as well. Yeah, he dropped 12 there too. He's rostered 58% right now. His start percentage is 21. Uh he I actually tried to pick him up uh in the wave of wire this week, but I got outbid, which is okay because at least I know people are looking at him. Um he was targeted seven times in week 1, targeted six times in week 2, and that was with the St. Brown both there. All right. Now, with the St. Brown you know out of going into week 3, you would think like to yourself like, "You know what? You know, uh, there is actually no other wide receivers on there besides Josh Reynolds. I mean, completely <laughs> honest. i looked at it right now. I mean, you have, what is it, Sam LaPorta? Sam the, LaPorta, the, the tight, tight end. end. Yeah. Jared Goff, we talked about it before. He's a Kirk Cousins, you know, slash Matthew Stafford, slash – uh, I don't even know. If, I almost said Danny Nines for some reason. But just sit in the pocket. Sit po- in pocket the pocket, bro. And, you know, Josh Reynolds is reliable. He had 22, 23 points last week. He's going against the Atlanta Falcons, who struggled against the Carolina Panthers, which is crazy when I think about it. Mm-hmm. But the Falcons, man, if you guys are going against the Falcons, man, Y'all better rack up some points, because if Kyle Pitts can't do it, somebody on the other team got to do it, man. Kyle Pitts just. Uh, besides Bijan Robinson and Tyler Iger, man, the Falcons uh, not, not that great
0: on, on defense, not so at all. Can we make a little side note hmm. about Kyle Pitts? Real quick side note. If you have him, uh, first off, why? Yeah. Second off, I think you should just drop him. Yeah. Uh, I honestly feel like there is so many better options out there. And this was me last year. I held on to him for the longest time because I'm like, Oh, he's going to hit. He's going to hit. He doesn't hit at all. Yeah. It's like you're at a a slot machine and you're gambling and you're like, Oh, it's going to hit sometime. And the person comes up and looks at you and the screen's off.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's not going to hit. It's not going to hit. I hate to say it, uh, but there's so many better options available right now at tight end. Like we were just talking about, Sam Laporta is probably available in your league. Yeah. He plays for Detroit. Just drop Kyle Pitts. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have him, just drop him. Don't even trade him. Nah.
1: If, if you have, uh, i mean be honest, I was out with him back in 2021. Yeah, you had him the year before I did. Yeah. And I was glad and down and out for the count. Yeah. Um, but going back to Josh Reynolds, um, in week three, he is my start of week wide receiver. Uh, I honestly think you can only play him in week three until um, Monty St. Brown comes back. I think he just only needs one week to recover. So when he comes back in week four, if you still have him on your roster, I would be a little bit more questionable about that due to the fact that they're going against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. But – Week three, I would definitely stream against the Falcons due to the fact that Amon C. Brown is out, so that makes him the number one wide receiver, and Jared Goff is a pocket passer. So there you go. Point, taking, take it all. get a to pick him up right now. Yep. Do something that I couldn't. Bid more on him because I didn't bid more on him, and I lost him. <laughs> Dang it, bro. I was so mad. I, I was like, bro, I knew. I think I lost for like $2, too. That's always the worst. I know. Um So, yeah, Josh Reynolds is
0: my start of the week going into week three. All right. So, my wide receiver, we actually talked about his quarterback uh, before starts the week. Uh, and you should just start his quarterback. I'm going with Romeo Dobbs oh. out of Green Bay, going up against New Orleans. Romeo Dobbs is rostered 53%. Uh, Romeo Dobbs balled out against Chicago like every Green Bay player does. So, that one I don't really count. Uh, he did score two touchdowns, though. As we know, Christian Watson is out. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Touchdown is out. Uh Because it seems like any game Christian Watson is in, he always gets at least one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Which is huge. But Romeo Dobbs is in. He is the, he's on the field. I can't even really say he's the wide receiver two because uh, you have Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, yeah. Um, I guess you can technically say Jaden Reed is the wide receiver one right now because Watson's out. Yeah. Uh, But Romeo Dobbs definitely still is getting those targets. He got five targets week one, he got three targets last week. Uh, The ability is there. And they play against New Orleans, who is. Uh, uh, I'm waiting. Well, they're playing against Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to say it without being extremely brutal to oh, New Orleans gosh, fans. Gosh. All right. Uh, but coming from a Bears fan, like you have to know that your team is not it, right? Yeah, I would. I would think so. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, then you think your team is like always going to the Super Bowl even if they're bad. Oh. Not that I'm saying the Cowboys this year is bad. I'm just saying.
1: I will only believe the Falcon I, I mean I would only believe the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl unless it comes straight out of the mouth of Stephen A Smith then I will jump on that True. train, but unless he says it,
0: I'm not on the train. <laughs> but anyway, Romeo Dobbs is currently ranked the wide receiver 39 in mm-hmm. full PPR, which is crazy because of his 19-point week against Chicago, five points against Atlanta. But he was out there for 76% of the game last week. Like, the opportunity is there. Uh, I feel like he could do it this week. He's projected to get you nine points. I feel like you can at least maybe get 12 to 13. Maybe. Or you could get seven, like Elijah Moore. I don't know. Hmm. Why do you have Romeo Dobbs? Because go ahead and start him. No. <laughs> no, you told me that about Elijah Moore, and it did not work out. Well, look. Elijah Moore, oh, I had oh, a history. Keep talking, keep I thought talking. he was going to be a homie keep talking. help me out. I think I told you on the show anyway, I'd be more happy if Elijah Moore had a good week and I lost when you and I played. Than, <laughs> yeah. Then that happened. So I'm going with Romeo Dobbs. I feel like the opportunity is there. Like I said, Christian Watson's out. So, and you could probably pick him up. Cool. So, uh, tight end.
1: Okay. So, my tight end uh, started week one and week three. Uh, I don't know. You could have – I don't know if you had him the last two weeks. I don't think you did. Um, no, you didn't, actually. You had Jake Ferguson in uh, – yeah, Jake Ferguson week one. And Dawson Knox last week. Dawson right? Knox last week. This week, I got Sam Laporta. Ooh, that's uh, pretty good. Who's rostered 70%. Um, he was uh really low rostered, actually, before the wave of wire pickup. Um, This guy – Not only is he matching the same amount of targets that Josh Reynolds is also getting, this guy's getting six to five targets each week. Same with Josh Reynolds, who I talked about earlier. But they're going against Atlanta Falcons there, which I already talked about. But they're ranked number 19th right now in defense. And right now, the Lions are ranked number third in offense, my guy. And fourth in passing touchdowns. I mean, in touchdown in general. They're ranked eighth in passing touchdowns, my bad. But it's all due to Jared Goff. The only reason why I'm I'm having two lion players as my starter week is due to the fact that Jared Goff is the G man. He 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 he's great. Jared Goff. is in his name, Goff, right there. He's a great pocket passer. He loves Sam LaPorta and he loves Josh Reynolds. This guy's giving them. He's given each of them six targets per game. You know, and they're not bad passes like Zach Wilson. All right, they're not bad yeah. pass attempts. They're actually pretty good because if it was a bad ta- pass attempt, how would they catch? Five out of six. Mm-hmm. Six out of seven. You know what I mean?
0: He'd be catching one out of seven.
1: One out of seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you could be T. Higgins and get targeted eight times and not catch none.
0: any of them. That's true. Yeah.
1: So, going into week three, uh, Salam Laporta is my start of the week. I don't need to talk too much about the offense because I talked about him with Josh Reynolds, but I will say this. When it comes to tight ends, I'm looking for that touchdown. Um this just but the, like eight points. Yeah, it just means eight points. But I'm going to be totally honest with you. With San Laporta, I'm not looking for that at all. I'm only here for the targets. If this guy's getting six to seven targets per game and he catches like 99% of those, bro, mm-hmm. eight points to seven points already as a tight end is great. That's just a one full touchdown as a whole yep. for a tie end. That's a Hunter, Hunter Henry. Status right there, which is one touchdown. This guy, I'm mostly focused on the targets. I I know I usually say I'm mostly focused on the one touchdown. But for this guy, Sam Laporta, I'm mostly focused on the targets. This is why he's more leaning towards PPR. And if he gets that touchdown, mm, amazing. Chef's kiss. Not only that, but you get another seven points right there. Six points. I don't care. But right now, for this guy, Sam Laporta, I'm just mostly focused on the targets by Derek Goff. So Sam Laporta is my starter week going into week three
0: nice nice uh so i'm actually going with the repeat offender uh, we mentioned him well i we mentioned him actually like real recently i'm going with jake ferguson oh okay Week so, one. jake ferguson dropped 10 points last week against the giants yeah uh it's just the matchup he's going up against is so good he goes up against arizona yeah who is atrocious absolutely bad <laughs> uh terrible uh like I said, the targets are there in week one, and they were. Targets week one, Jake Ferguson got seven. Uh, targets week two, he had four, which yeah. is quite a bit for a tight end. He salvaged his week last week against the Jets, and again, it's the Jets. The Jets are pretty good on defense. Yeah, But he did get a touchdown last week, which was pretty solid. Brought him up to ten points. Uh, one-tenth of a point above Dawson Knox. <laughs> uh, but right now, Jake Ferguson is only rostered 31%, so he's probably available... I was trying to find a way to pick him up, but I have Kittle, and I'm debating if I just drop Kittle, because Kittle's been sucking really bad right now.
1: Titans have been really bad this year.
0: Unless you have, like, TJ Hawkinson. Or Mark Andrews. And Mark Andrews. Like, that's it. I can't even say Kelsey, which is crazy. Yeah. You know? Well, he missed the first week, so. He did. I'm sure he'll come back. Yeah, he definitely will. Uh, but my point stands, they're going up against Arizona, who's given up a lot just to any position as a whole. Uh, Arizona... Let's go back last week. They played against the Jets, or not Jets, the Giants. Sorry, uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller looked like Darren Waller on the Raiders, going up against Arizona. Yeah, he had
1: like thirteen points, I believe.
0: Yeah, he had thirteen points, eight targets, six catches, seventy-six yards.
1: Yeah, and Arizona was up against the Giants by twenty points. Yep.
0: And yet they came and back they and came won. They came back.
1: They pulled the Giant. I mean, the the Cardinals pulled it eight to three. Yeah, the Cardinals pulled Atlanta Falcons move right there. Yep,
0: yep. Uh, and then we'll go back even further. So, Arizona, week one, we cannot forget it. They also lost that game mm-hmm. uh, to the Washington Commanders. And that's when Logan Thomas got eight targets for four catches for 43 yards. Logan Thomas was looking like himself again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He also, Logan Thomas also looked pretty good last week. He got a touchdown as well. He got 10 points. Yeah. So, shout out Logan Thomas. Might make a return on starts of the week if he keeps it up. Yeah, definitely. A little sleeper pick. He plays Buffalo and Philly, though, the next two weeks. I don't think we'll see him for a little bit. Uh, But anyway, Jake Ferguson is going up against Arizona. I easily see Dak is probably going to be handing him the ball a lot. Yeah. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb's getting those targets, too. Tony Pollard is getting those targets as well. Yeah. Uh, Jake Ferguson, though, you're in the end zone. There it is. There it is. You know? uh, he got a touchdown last week. Hopefully he can keep it up. It's Arizona. I'm fi- I'm pretty sure Arizona will find a way to give up a touchdown, at least to the tight end. Yeah, I see that you know? happening. That's just me.
1: Can I, can I have one intake, though? Huh. Um. So, the only thing that I don't like about the Cowboys, they're a great team. I hate to admit it. They are a really great team. Defense like is Defense is amazing. Killer. Thank you. What would you say? Killer. Defense is what? The defense is killer. Exactly. So, guess what? The offense are barely on the field, my dude. Yep. Like, the, the, the defense is so good that they're just scoring on the defensive drives. Yep. And the offense are barely out there for the field. I think so. And going against Arizona, a team who sucks, you know what I mean? Yep. I feel like the defense is going to take over. I like your pick. I like, I like Jake Ferguson. I like it. He got one touchdown last year. I, I'm not saying anything bad about him. It's just due to the fact that the defense is so good, the offense barely comes up on the field.
0: I mean, I see it for sure.
1: and Especially if they're going against the Cardinals. It's not going to be like that week by week, but no. they're going against the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Cardinals are not that great at all, especially on offense, bro. Yep. No, I don't even want to look. Like I don't want to look at it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, that's the only thing about the Dallas Cowboys
0: as a whole. Yeah. Defense is so good. It is. It's hard for it's fantasy one, owners. One is not the top defense, right? Yeah,
1: now. it's hard for fantasy owners to have offensive players to get good weeks.
0: Unless you have like CeeDee Lamb. Or Tony ball That's really it. I don't even know about Dak. I uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been put, looking. I, I would have put Dak up there. Uh, Dak. He had a good week last week. Twenty points, but the Jet, the Giants game, seven yeah. points. Yeah. So. Uh. No, no, I get it for sure. But like I said, I mean, but they, they
1: did ball out though against the Jets because yeah. the Jets also have a really good defense, yep, and yep. they were able to win that game.
0: Mm-hmm. But hopefully, you know, here, here's my game plan, right? Is hopefully, uh, not hopefully, this is probably what's going to happen, uh, at least part of it. So the the Cardinals are going to be on offense, and they're going to fumble the ball, all right? Now, hopefully, one of the Cardinals can just stop them so the offense of the Cowboys can stay on the field. <laughs> yeah. Right? That, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, I will say, Waya, well, you got a fair point. Uh, but they do...
1: Obviously, offense is amazing, so if it they is. do get on the field, obviously they are going to get a touchdown, and it could be your tight end. You know what I mean? Yep. My tight end? Your uh, start of week tight end.
0: Oh, okay. Don't get too excited. <laughs> I was about to say. Huh. <laughs> I know we're co-hosts, but calm down. <laughs> anyway, I think that's about it, unless you got a flex. Do you got a flex this week? I don't, but I okay. do
1: kind of – actually, yeah, I kind of do have a flex. Okay. It's more about defense, though. Oh. If you guys are streaming defense, I will say this, though. I, I also did it myself. If you guys are looking for a defense right now that don't have the top uh, two at the moment, I'm uh, meaning the Jets and uh, Cowboys, of course. But look, man, I will say this. Can you see the Chiefs, man? Yes. Uh, they're going against the Bears. Yes. Right, right now in uh, week three. But then if you also look, week four, the Jets. Mm-hmm. Week five, the Vikings. Week yeah. six, the Broncos. And then week seven, they come back with the Chargers. But, man, I think they're going to be solid for, like, the next four weeks. Yeah. So, just a heads up. And I only rostered 49% right now. So.
0: I know some people play without defense. So.
1: Yeah. I actually thought about doing that this year. Mm -hmm. But maybe I might do it next year. So, anyways, just a heads up.
0: But it's always fun when you lose to a defense.
1: Or a kicker.
0: Yeah. A kicker is always the best part. A lot of people play with no kickers, but it's always just so fun to lose. Yeah. (laughs) Or have someone lose to your kicker. Your kicker can rack up, like, 24 points yeah. one day. You your kicker mean? racks up more points than anyone on your team. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, anyways, is that it, then?
0: Any uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. So, thank you all for tuning in to the FS Podcast. This is one of the Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys want to keep with me and Jagger in the podcast, in general, go and follow our social media account. Our Instagram account to be... Uh, and Twitter account, my bad, it's to be at uh, the real FSP again. That's going to be at the real FSP, so give and go both of those a follow and a like. If you guys got any questions for us, of course, DM us, tweet us at those social media platforms. If you guys also want to email us, our email is in the description of the podcast, just like everything else is. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's going to be FS Podcast or the Fancy Sports Podcast. So, get and get that subscription because we'll be uploading some content on there soon. Also, Go ahead. Oh my bad. I I messed up the first time. I messed up. But no matter what kind of platform you guys are listening to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead, go ahead and click that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode. And if you guys are listening on Spotify, what you can do is go ahead and rate the show. And if you guys are only listening on Apple Podcasts, what you can also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Go let going into week three again. Don't overreact yet, but do make some trades i think you need to make some trades depending on where your team lies at the moment i will at least make some moves i know it may be way too early but no it's not way too early to make some moves right now so if you do your research listen to this podcast you can definitely make some good moves i will say that so anyways so thank you all for tuning into fs podcast and we see you guys all next week